Today is Tuesday, the 13th of June, and you're listening to the Beer Temple Podcast. Remember this is what we wanted. Remember this is what we said. To never be heard or seen from again, 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 again. Remember this is what we wanted. Remember this is what we said. To never be heard or seen from again, 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 again. Podcast. I'm your co-host Mike Schlau of Is Was Brewing, and I'm here with your other co-host Chris Quinn of the eponymous Beer Temple, and a couple motorcycles. Yeah. How you doing, Chris? Good. I'm doing good. Uh, good. I don't. Re- I don't remember what ep- eponymous means. It's like self-titled. Like the oh, got it. Podcast is more eponymous. Than got it. Than me. The Beer Temple. Yeah. It's, oh, not, it's not called temple. the Chris. Qu- the Chris. The podcast. Chris Quinn. Right. Okay. I Th- get it. I think that's right. Now, now I'm second guessing myself. The the, the titular store, <clears throat> right? The titular. Um, how are you? Good, pretty good. good. We got yeah. Surge back here. Yeah, the Fade Master. It's been a bit since the three of I, us have been in this room for I, a podcast. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen Surge for almost a month. It's a wow. long time. Been a bit. Yeah. My heart, my heart was was not full, and now a it's flutter. full again. Yeah. yeah, now it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a shame he couldn't make it on the trip. He almost did. Almost made it. Yeah, he would have been fading from the back seat. What trip, you ask, dear <laughs> listener? Should we we should probably do some thanks first, right? We should get into sure, it. Sure. Yeah. Um, You're thank- more thankful than I am. So yeah. Well, you, you go I'll, ahead. I'll, I am thankful. So thanks to everyone who's listening. Thanks for everyone who's listening via the <laughs> airwaves on 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, WLPN. Thanks to Lumpen Radio itself. Mm-hmm. The actual entity mm-hmm. and its fearless leaders, all of them, including Jamie and Edmar, um, and uh, all the downloaders. Thank you, and all of the uh, e-letter writers. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, especially to, the e-letter writers. Yes, but especially the handwritten letter. Yeah, right. Especially or, the e-letter writers, but especially especially. The handwritten ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just uh, looked at that maybe had been a while, and I, I've seen. Been a while. We've got about a dozen that we need to get to. So thank you for if you've uh, written a letter. We will get to your letters. I I promise. Uh, can't guarantee we're gonna a mailbag episode yeah. coming up. We forget to schedule it. <laughs> right. So might not get to all of them, but we will. I'll certainly reply to all the of them. The good ones. Yeah. Well, I reply to all of them. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to thank uh, you folks. Oh, you know what? While while I'm at it, probably a, a terrible idea. Um, the best. Yeah, probably the a only ones idea. we have. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to do it. I was going to see if we have any new reviews, <laughs> but I don't know. I I can't. I can I, look it up. I can't do that. Um, so what we're going to talk about is our recent trip. I was out in California yet again. And right. Jacob Soprano isn't here to be bored to tears by me retelling <laughs> it. So um, we, we should zoom him in. He doesn't yeah. know, not know why, and then it's just us telling more stories. About yeah, California. I'm like, oh, are we, are we done with that yet? <laughs> so, but 
Um, so we're big Cali guys now. Yeah. Chris is wearing a Cookie Monster flat brim. And yeah. And, and I am also wearing a Cookie Monster flat brim. Yeah. <laughs> because once you see those, it's like there's no other choice. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Um, uh, I, I didn't see you pick up that Monster Energy shirt, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. I drive, I'm more of like a mid central coast. You're straight up. <laughs> SoCal. SoCal, you've got khakis that are down past your knees, khaki shorts that are down past your knees. I'm a big a white SoCal, t-shirt. SoCal dude, bro. Yeah. And I'm more, I got my dirt bike here. I'm big into Monster Energy. But let's just say the West Coast really um, rubbed off on us. Yeah. Um, the good news, perhaps, to you people out there, um, is that we made some field recordings. First time that we've ever done that. First time I've ever like literally done it from the road. I've I've had some travel equipment, um, and I brought some fancy travel equipment, which we did, ended up not using and just recording with some mics plugged directly into an iPhone. So, <laughs> apologizing in advance for the audio quality, which I think it's dececent. It's good enough. It's I mean, better you're than doing it's, like it's, seventy down a highway. Yeah. So like, whatever, whatever some, the speed limit was, I was doing exactly that. Yeah. And um, and you yeah. kept pointing out like, whoa, look at that. That's a <laughs> any. Right. Uh, you know how you've lived in Illinois a long time that anything that has more grade raised than about twelve feet, you're like, whoa, look at that beautiful scenery. Right, it's exactly. really up there. Was that like you think, that, you think that's Everest? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I I do apologize for that as well. Um, but yeah, we were out there for. Or were we out there? Oh, for, sorry. Right? The uh, the Firestone Walker uh, Invitational. Yeah. That we were invited to, but not as a brewery. As no, because we are not a brewery yeah. together. No. But we, we were invited to attend. And Dude, you uh, were invited, and then I tagged along. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Riding your coattails, as always. Yeah. Well, I was invited to bring someone else. Nice. <laughs> and you invited me. I invited you. Um, so we, we talk a little bit about that. We talk about... Um, I guess we just, our first, uh, the first clip is us on the road. Yeah. Um, we had just, uh, it was the day we landed in California, in LA, LA. and we were driving up to Paso. And then uh, the next recording was the following day, immediately, <laughs> I mean immediately after the event. Did we, so you, did we talk about the breathalyzer in that clip? I don't remember. I don't know, but we should maybe talk about it. We did, I brought a breathalyzer. Yeah. Because we were going to be driving. Yeah. And uh, uh, I passed the breathalyzer. You did. You did not. I did not. But not. I wasn't like... You weren't. Yeah. I was, it was like, what, was I point one or something? Yeah. Point but one, either one. way, we waited hours before uh, hopping in the car and uh, and doing anything yeah. just to play it safe. But, but just so you know, you, were, you weren't podcasting under the influence technically. I think I, I was a little yeah. bit. Okay, yeah. So we'll, we'll see if you guys can tell. You know what we should have done? We should have said, who do you think was <laughs> Yeah, that, that would have been much better. <laughs> Listen and tell us uh, who you Mike think. Mike is five foot six, 145 pounds, <laughs> yeah, and Chris exactly. is a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we don't need to rehash too much of that. It would be fun to right now, but I think we. it's probably more interesting for the listener to hear the in-the-moment yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we, uh, we'll cut to those two clips and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of our trip, yeah. uh, subsequent to those recordings. All right. 
Hello, and welcome to the Beer Temple Podcast Roadshow. Woo! First ever. We're going on a road trip. I've done recordings from the road, like, out when I'm on a trip, but never literally on the road. Yep. And we are literally on the road. Yeah, I am your co-host, Chris Quinn. I am joined by... My other co-host, Mike Shalal, who's driving, uh-huh. so he's asked me to do most <laughs> of the hosting. Uh, We're driving up the five on our way from Los Angeles to Paso Robles to go do the uh, Firestone Walker Invitational. Yes, so that is the the reason for the episode. We're probably going to do this on a couple segments, but we're, uh, we flew into L.A. Uh, we were lucky enough, uh, and... Uh, Firestone Walker was gracious enough to uh, acquire two tickets for us, so we're on our way up. Uh, the fest is tomorrow. We're on our way, and we're pretty much in the by the we're by the Tejon Pass, actually. If you want to be <laughs> technical about it, as you just passed it, uh-huh. uh, but we're outside of L.A. in the middle of nowhere, through like I don't know, like we're in like tumbleweed country, beautiful it's kind of rolling hills. Like, Yes, that's a better way to put it. I think this is where uh, the Big Lebowski started, where that tumbleweed came from originally. Basically. Although that ends with it looking out onto L.A. We're definitely further away than that. Um, And, uh, but yeah, we're going down a pretty steep hill right now. Sorry for the uh, audio or lack thereof. But, um, yeah, don't have a huge agenda for what we're going to talk about right now. So if it gets too boring, I'll just say, all right, well, we're going to, we're going to cut it. (laughs) But, uh, first road trip, uh, Mike, you and I have ever been on. That's true. So hopefully by the second or third installment, if there is, uh, is one of those, we won't be, uh, too grumpy (laughs) and angry at each other to, to record it, but I don't think that'll happen. So I think we're good. Yeah. So so we, we flew in, yeah. two separate flights, early flights into L.A., and then went true local style and went to the closest In-N-Out Burger to LAX. Which, which we were the only ones who empty, had that idea. Completely empty. Yeah. Almost no one in there. Was except the, for the 87 other people that were in front of us when we ordered. Yeah, it was amazing. We, uh, busiest, busiest fast food restaurant I think I've ever been to, and I don't even think it's close. No, not even close. Uh... Yeah, it was insane. We got there, and our ticket number was 87, and I think they were on, like, 40, 40 or... 45. <laughs> yeah. So, we're like, oh, boy. Um, but uh, we had to try that. I hadn't had that in quite a while. It's been, and, like, 10 years for me. Yeah, the plus that for me. Um, and then we went right to Highland Park. Got to give me some Timbo, baby. I had never been. What were, your, been, what were your thoughts been. on uh, Highland Park? It was cool. Uh, cool space. Uh, different, way different vibe than like any Chicago breweries. Yeah. Big production space in the back that's basically open to the rest of the tap room. Yes. Um, open air. The whole thing was had a very open air. Flowy vibe. It's vibe. Right, right by the Chavez Ravine. At Dodger Stadium. Most of the seating uh, outside and was not set up for inclement weather. No. Really. No. 
coming from a, uh, a place where you must weatherize and then not use your outdoor space for at least half the year, seeing like furniture and setups where you're just like, I think this stuff just kind of lives out here year round was yes, uh, refresh, refreshing, inspiring. I don't know what yeah. it was, but it was a cool vibe. Yeah, it was we cool. also not in Highland Park actually. I uh, found out. <laughs> right. Uh, met up with Phil, who I used to work with at Pipeworks, and who still works at Pipeworks. Uh, but you used to work with him. I also used to work with him. Yeah, kind of like how Sarah's my ex-girlfriend. She's now my fiance. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, I live right by Highland Park. I can meet you guys." And he's like, "Oh, this isn't in Highland Park, huh?" <laughs> but it was. Yeah, it was in enough. Chinatown. Chinatown. Yeah. The uh, the Pagoda Bank of America gave away the where we were. Yeah. Yes, and uh, yeah, the Timbo. So that was their West Coast Pills. Mm-hmm. I think they had. At, they might have had another. They might have had multiple West Coast Pilsners. I, I got you another one. Oh, a different. I, yeah, that was a, a Nelson West Coast Pils, but I didn't think you would oh. like. You wouldn't care about it at all. But no, you're not a big Nelson guy, right? No, I don't really care for that pop. Yeah. But so are they the? I mean, the first West Coast Pilsner I had ever had was also the first I'd ever heard of, and it was from Highland Park. Same, I think. To, for my knowledge, and this is by no means... Hey, man, it's the Beer Devil Podcast. <laughs> Just hot take. Hot takes while driving down the road. Uh, Timbo is like the first kind of West Coast Pilsner. Or anything in that, like using lager yeast with kind of Pacific Northwest hops to make that different flavor than like an IPL. Uh, Cold IPA, you mean? <laughs> sure. Well, so if we ask Doug, cold IPA is different than West Coast Pills. Cold IPA is a little higher in ABV and something else he told me when I asked him a while ago that I don't remember. Got it. But I found out I'm more of a, a West Coast Pills, Pills guy, guy than a cold I think, IPA I think guy. I might be too, but if we're also saying just moments earlier that they're the same thing, we're also kind of saying that we don't know what we're talking about on multi Well, that's what, that's what we're here to find out, right? Do we know what West Coast Pills is? We're at the base and of we found out very... we don't. <laughs> I mean, this is not a... This is now a mountain now, yeah, that, right? That's not a hill. That's a I mean, mountain, that, I would that's, say. That would be the highest point in Illinois, for sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it would be times 100. The second flattest state in the Union, and we're just like, wow, look at that thing. Yeah, that's... I would consider that a mountain. Why is the ground wow. next to the highway higher Jeez, than the highway? Jeez, we're still going down. That's a big mountain. Uh, I my ears pop. So you'll have to... Uh, You'll have to excuse us for this. But we're going to Firestone Walker uh, tonight. The fest is tomorrow. Yep. Don't ask us what time because we don't know. We're gonna, uh, we have no idea. We'll figure it out. But we'll be there today demanding Pale 31s. Yes, we'll be there demanding Pale 31s. Flipping tables over <laughs> if it's not given to us. Which we do anyway. Like yeah. Anyway. I, I can't remember the last time I left the beer temple. It's like slurping in Japan. It's our it's, way. It's a cultural thing. That's what we do. That's what we do. It's bringing a little Chicago to uh, Paso Robles. Yeah, we flip tables. Flip tables. Stand up and just leave. Yes, that's right. No Pale 31. Yeah. Um, I've been kicked out of the map room many times for that. So, yeah. So, we're going there tonight. There apparently is something tonight. Maybe we could bust out a little audio of that or after the fact or, we'll or something. We'll see. No promises. We're not really those guys, but 
No. Oh, I'm not thinking like man on the street, like, excuse me, sir, what do you think? We're doing the gotcha interviews for everyone there. What exactly. is a West Coast Pills? What is a cold IPA? Right. And then just trying to embarrass people. Yeah. Right. That's what we're about. Right. Well, technically, yeah. Um, but this uh, is a bucket list fest for me. Same. Thank you for inviting me, guys. You're well, very welcome. I'm glad I had the opportunity to invite you. Uh, I had nothing else going on. Oh, wait. I take <laughs> that back. Uh, yesterday was uh, literally the first time the Beer Temple had ever served uh, food to the public. So, uh, like a good boss, <laughs> I hightailed it out of there. This is getting hairy. I got to go. Yeah, right? Uh, I expect this might get hairy, so therefore <laughs> I will plan on being gone. Um, no, uh, was not was not the case. Um, but, uh, wow, it just flattened out all of a sudden. It's almost like the mountains just ended all of a sudden. Um, so, runaway truck is there anything? So we're going there tonight because there's not a lot in between L.A. and 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 Paso. Yep. Uh, for I mean, you, like L.A. or California natives, don't be like, if well, you, if you there's think there tons is, of stuff. Write us a letter, send it to, type it, uh, and uh, send it to uh, uh, insiders at craftbeertemple.com. Uh, type it, digitize it, and then send it. That's type right. it, scan it, and type, send it. Type it onto the screen of your computer and send that to us. Or with a typewriter, you can uh, mail it to uh, the Beer Temple as well. We're in Chicago. The address is in the show notes. Tell us what we missed in between LA and Paso. Exactly, because from our vantage point, not a whole lot. <laughs> not a, lot a lot of like rolling hills and mountains. Pretty cool. Yeah. But I mean, I don't see a single house. I don't. I don't think. Not, not a lot of people are living here. There's a few things over there, I suppose. There's a field of some sort over to our left. Yeah. But um, what are you? So the Firestone Walker Fest, the Invitational, I should say. Yep. Um, apparently, is fairly exclusive because I was talking to a bunch of people. Um, one of whom being Niall, who we're going to meet up with later on our trip. Very excited for that. From uh, Mad Fritz. Yeah, me too. And uh, we'll apparently it's, it's hard to get invited to there. Uh, and, um, yeah, so, so it's we fairly exclusive. <laughs> yeah, so we stumbled into this. Um, and I believe the way it is is you have to be invited. It's kind of exclusive. And I think they really wine and dine the uh, the brewers. brewers. I think they take them, like, you know, rafting and all sorts. Right. We're not, Which we're we're not, not there. Yeah. We no. easily, <laughs> easily could have been. They were begging us. Matt Brennison himself was like, he Chris, threatened to Chris, cancel open it. a brewery. Chris, please open a brewery so we can invite yeah. you as a brewery. And you're just like, no, no, yeah. no. He threatened to cancel the rafting for everyone if we didn't agree to go. That's right. And I said, listen, absolutely not. But still do the rafting and act like nothing changed and act like we had never been invited. I insist. And he agreed to it eventually. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Cool guy. Sometimes yeah. you got to, like, tell him what's what. But Yeah. Um... But we're going there tonight. There's apparently something going on tonight. And then tomorrow, probably should have figured some of this out. <laughs> Not our uh, But Scott at, at Firestone Walker uh, really hooked us up. Uh, 
but I think it's you have to be invited, and then I believe you have to send like top brass from your brewery. So it has to be like owner, head brewer, like top kind of top person. You're not going to yeah. be getting a head podcast, a sales rep for that region necessarily, right. or something like that. Uh, top podcaster. Yep. Um, so really, they invite Surge and Surge. Yeah, decline. Surge and was we on got, the we cusp of being able to go. He had some work come up. There was a big fade con is on. I fade. Yeah. So and he's hosting he's it again. The, the big fade panel. Yeah, he's gonna be a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, that he's got to receive, and it'd be awkward if he if was he fading elsewhere. You want to pull like a Brando. Yeah, little feather kind of vibe. But he did almost uh, he did almost make the trip. Maybe next time, in when we're invited, you know, ten years in, in another ten years, <laughs> ten years hence. But getting back to what I was saying before, um, this bike does his so it, he, they, you're the oh boy, you almost went for that one. We just <laughs> missed an exit. That's fine. It's not no, like we're we're, good. we're still good. Oh, we're good. Oh, so you almost swerved we gotta, to make an exit we shouldn't have. <laughs> we got we got a mile of it until we have to actually. Okay get then. My bad. Uh, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> we're so we're good. Yeah. So I think each brewery, at least it used to be this way, only brings two beers, and I think it's supposed to be a good beer and a bad beer. Yes, and you have to figure out which is which. That's right. Uh, no, I think it's supposed to be either a a staple, uh, or it's either like one of your staples or something like super crushable. Maybe they're both, and then something quite special. So, um, so yeah. So, so I think it's it's a bunch of breweries, only uh, a couple beers from each brewery. Uh, I think your boy Eric Capron went one time for uh, for yeah. Half Acre. He's been out here. He's our boy. Yeah, he was out here. Uh, uh, no, Sir Douglas has been here, I believe. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, but but not either of us. His my non-existent brewery <laughs> hasn't been invited, and your existent brewery hasn't been invited. So you're out here well, more more as like a sales pitch, like biz devs. <laughs> Kind of um, thing, head, right? head to toe in Iswa's merch. Yeah, I made really Iswa's critter pants for the event. Yeah, and uh, I can't wait. You know what to you just look like? You stand in front of, of people with uh, branded merch of a brewery that did not get invited to the event. You know, what you remind me of like the find free government money guy. Yeah. <laughs> you, that's what you kind of you have with that the, vibe the going on. Except yours guy. is just like slashes, and Iswa's yeah, is and all slash instead of question marks. It just slashes. Yeah. Um. I actually I got his suits. It was he was running a the government runs a sale on those suits. Oh, so, wow! Uh, I got his book, and that's, that's how meta. I got his suits. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, is there any brewery you were looking forward to having trying the beer from seeing there? Uh, is there any? I don't think. I mean, or is there a person? I don't think we're really not into that. I'm, whole I'm thing. excited to see Firestone Rob. Ooh, Rob Salzor. Yeah. Still still goes by that name. He hasn't legally <laughs> had to change is. back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and is there a, a, a brewery and or a beer that you're excited about or, like, hoping to see out here? Uh, I'm, 
there's not a specific one. I, okay. I think I'm just excited to see the event, which is like a. I've got a few that I'd be whole event to of like the. Oh, that's a cool beer festival. Kind of yeah. Thing. You know, it's not like a just get as many breweries as you can. Whoever says yes, have them bring whatever they haven't sold through. It's I'm just excited to see how it's run, the how the vibe is. That's what and, you're about these and, days, and, right? I'm all about vibes, baby. And to see what the brewers are actually ex- were excited to bring, and try whatever uh, whatever they think we should have. Right, and talk. Also, to I'm and know that the people I'm, pouring can talk intimately about whatever they're pouring. Right. You know, I literally have no idea who else is going to be at it besides. Fires no, I don't know fires, either. So. Oh, I know. We know Russian River is going to be yeah, there. So whatever they bring, I'm excited to have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch that I would like to see. I would like to see um, Micklehenny. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be happy if they were there. I'd be happy if Hill Farmstead was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, uh, I mean, my boys at at Beachwood, my folks, my peeps oh. there, I'd be happy. Are they bring your collab? I would assume that'd be the one extra special one. I if think they, it, it would probably be both, right? Both they're one crushable and they're extra special beer. I would think so. It is a very good beer. Yeah, I'm, all, yeah, all I agree. They, they made they made a very good beer. Uh, those are kind of the, the ones that I'm thinking of. Um, I don't think there's any like hype whale beers that I'm super excited about, but uh, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I I'm, honestly, I hope there's a brewery that I've maybe heard of but never had anything from that. I'm like, I drink, I'm like, oh, I see why they're here. You're out here trying to find California We're scratch. We're out here. <laughs> You're trying to find California scratch. Yeah. Actually, that's true. You want to have a scratch at beer under glass moment, but in California. Right. If Wunderkammer was here, I would be shocked and loving it. Have you ever had any of their beers? I've had it a few times, and I've really, really liked everything yeah, I've had from them. They're the Vermont scratch. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe there's a California scratch that... uh Maybe their itch. There's gotta be, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. No, there doesn't. There doesn't gotta be. That's true. Yeah, you're right. There doesn't gotta be. <laughs> uh, I mean, but that'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anything else before we we go? Maybe we can check back in 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 a little bit. No, I'm just excited to get there. All right. Well, we'll we'll check back with you with everyone later and uh, let you know how we're making out. All right, so long. Bye. Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Schlaub, Iswas Brewing. I'm here with your other co-host, Chris Quinn of the Beer Temple. And we are immediately uh, post-Firestone Walk Invitational. Yeah, How are you feeling? Good. Good. Very good. Uh, It's the worst festival you've been to? uh, It's the worst festival I've been in the last 24 hours. That's true. It's also the best festival we've been to in the last 24 hours. Yes, true. That guy who's just pulling in right now looks very much like a brewer. He does, but he, I think he's he's a, he also Bears looks a little lost. Yeah, he does. Maybe he's a fan of the pod. <laughs> yeah, he's pulling up next to us. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, but uh, in all honesty, uh, incredibly well run, um, top tier. We had a great time. Had a great time. Where would you put it? Top I mean, three, top five? Top three. Top 150? It's certainly it's in that top tier. It's in the upper upper echelon which i i've tried to push people in the past to say like what's the best what's the best and it's like well i don't know i gotta say but it's definitely up there 
What air, what air are we talking about? I, Who are their peers? Uh, old Shelton Fest and so a temporal of thing that doesn't certain exist years, anymore. certain years of Shelton Fest even I would say compete yep. with this. And uh, oh, let me start over. But Shelton, this is a combination I think, in my mind, of Shelton Fest and the Great Taste of the Midwest. Which are two amazing things to try to One that doesn't do. exist anymore. Yeah. In fact, I think it does almost Shelton Fest better than Shelton Fest does. Yeah. Picks a little bit uh, better of the international representation. Right, because it's not held down by the book of Shelton. Right, so it's everyone, everywhere, right. all at once. Right, right. Uh, so this is, so of the festivals that still exist, top two for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'd have to agree. I think this it might has... Be, might be one for me. Yeah, I mean, I could easily, taste, I could uh, easily see that. Uh, I think that, f- to me, the selection of beer here is one. Number yeah. one. Quality, uh, like, uh, just yeah. elite level beers at every tent you're walking up to, every time. You're not going to have a bad beer. There's not... I've never been to a festival, necessarily, uh, recently anyway... Uh, or that is still going on, or, or something like that, where you can be at a, a uh, you know, there's a brewery, they're all at different tents, so to speak, and um, if there's a line at one, you can literally go to the one on either side with complete confidence, whether you know who it is or not, and be like, well, there's going to be good beer here. Right. Because not only is it quality breweries, but they're bringing quality stuff. Right. You know? They want to show off. Right. Uh, can I ask you like a tough question right now? I mean, I already have one major question. I'm hoping it's the same one that it's, you're going to ask me. How did you feel that there was no Fathead? No, oh. Fatheads wasn't here. That's tragic, and yeah, might bring it down to two for me, except for Fatheads Fest that doesn't exist that I want to have happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Floyd's was here. Yes, they were. Uh, notably absent was Zombie Dust. Yes. Yes, I was wearing my dust shirt. You were in your uh, your method ISO dust method shirt. dust. Yeah, I was ISO. Uh, they had zombie ice, which yeah. exists and yeah. is is a great investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the original. So I mean, the way I like to think of it as they're not gonna bring that out for this. It's just it's not ready. It, it's too hot. It would just like cause their line to be even longer. That's a, that's one thing that was really yeah, interesting. Yeah, in all to, honesty, yeah. To pivot from that, uh, one thing that was really cool and interesting to observe as someone who uh, does not seek out a lot of beers that don't get distributed in Chicago mm-hmm. or aren't like readily available at the beer temple Yeah, to see where the lines were for a really long time. So you could get in the back of them. Yeah, I get in the back of the lines. I love waiting in lines. <laughs> but uh, just to see, like, there what, were did, lines, what, though, what did people want to, yeah. like, what were they, like, hyped about? Like, you know, I'll spend some time not, like, getting more beers or not getting free food. I was surprised by the lines. I was surprised uh, by the lines. I would say over... Fifty percent of the lines. Well, that's like the that's one, the one that me, I that didn't surprise me. It surprised me is because like I, we can drive down to St. Louis whenever we want from Chicago. But <laughs> yeah, tr- I mean, yeah, you can drive to St. Louis from uh, from Paso Robles if whenever you want to. <laughs> but like, you know, it's like that one was the least surprising because that's like an OG lineup. Bre- OG meaning like from five years ago, but like uh, ten years ago. Garage Project had the longest line of the day Garage Project, for the entire, huge. The entire day time. Yeah. from get-go. From Garage Project had the largest. The, um, was it Yoho? From, Yoho from Japan. 
big line the whole time, which is great to see. Yeah. Honestly, that those two breweries had big lines is really encouraging. We saw Trillium had a line at some point. We also saw a time when Trillium had literally nobody there. Not even no line, but nobody there. Right. Uh, and I'm not trying to hate on Trillium. I'm just saying, like, you, you know, yeah. for Hype Lords, I mean, there would have at least been a little bit of a line there. Right. There's some of that in this festival for sure. Our boy. Oh, that's a Corvette's leaving. He parked really far away, and we wanted to go, like, rub up next to him. And there was a Corvette him. in the parking lot that was, like, <laughs> 100 feet from every other car. We, we told someone we don't do post-production, but we might do some on this episode. Nah, I'm not. All right. Um, and Floyd's did have a line until oh. they ran out of beer. Until they ran out of beer. And we walked up and asked for dust. Uh, we said, I said, I'm ISO dust. I said it. And they said, we're big fans of the podcast. We love what you that do. That part didn't actually happen. But uh, the part I said did happen. You're not just, like, shouting into the void. We mm-hmm. we see you, Mike. And uh, it felt really good. And Nick Floyd was here and then uh, adopted me as his son. And cracked a growler cenotaph for you. Yeah, he brought it for me. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was cool. I didn't I, I didn't. But I did actually go that. up to the Three Floyds booth and say, I'm ISO Dust. And, and they said that were said we don't have any, or I don't know what exactly they said, but they essentially said we don't have any or leave. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, okay. So, what were your three highlights? Three favorite beers of the fest? Well, first of all, I'm gonna. Can I take a, a step back? Is that okay? No, but go ahead. Okay, so I'll do it anyway. So, of the fest vibes, immaculate. Uh, so, so let's just say, like, okay, the. Um, Logistics of it, I would say, was a 9 out of 10. I would say the selection of beers was a 10 out of 10. Uh, for what I'm looking for, anyway. Nodding, agreement. Uh, I would say Vibes was a, like, 9 out of 10, 8 out of, 8.5 out of 10. Like, well, maybe 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, I'd say. It's re- it is hot here. I mean, you are sometimes this in the supposedly sweltering a- dust Literal not, dust. Not, yeah, literal yeah, dust. Like a, a portion of the it kind that, is in like that I'm what not. I like a parking lot desert. Yeah, um, but this is supposed to be like one of the more temperate years. Like we right. got a, we got a cool one, and it was warm, it was ninety degrees. But some people were loving it. They're like, oh, I can't wait. I'm loving. I'm being out here, and I'm like, get me. I was like, literally bumming uh, cigarettes. No, it's not bumming cigarettes. Suntan lotion. Suntan lotion. Thank you. Uh, off, off people there, which is true. One yeah. time, it was somebody's water bottle that I saw in his. <laughs> well, I, I pointed out, I'm like, you should borrow that because like you're, you're gonna get yeah. toasted. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and he's like, this is what we talking about? This is a and water I, bottle, and I was wrong. Yeah, but it's okay. Uh, so I would say, to me, knowing that Matt Brindelson is a Midwest boy, um, <laughs> friend of the pod, friend of the pod, um, we saw him. We said hi. Uh, and you got you, Pivo. Did not get me one. Got me a Pivo. Um, did not get you one. Looked at you and then turned Looks away. We talked about how I sent him beers, mm-hmm. and then he got you a Pivo. Yeah, he was just, oh, yeah, There's was them. Van coming. I know them. I know like, you. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Heard of it. Um, I still think, and I this could totally be homerism, the vibes Dope. at Great Taste are still, to me, unmatched. Right. But that's just me. Um, this is a elite 
fast. And I, if someone said this is better than great taste, I don't think I would really argue with them. Yeah. The one thing it's I would say is, if point. someone says that this is better, ask them. <laughs> just note if they went as an attendee or as a brewer. Because as a brewer, I don't think it's even close. Right. Because these people have been here for four days, and they wine them and dine them. I think Matt Gallagher from Half Acre uh, and Suncatcher uh, said that this is a four-day, I think he said it's like a four-day festival that uh, one day the public is invited to. It's, it's like what he considers it to be. So, like, they have, like, a full litany of stuff for them to do tomorrow. Uh, the past couple days they've had stuff for them. So I think it it, it is really the um, origin of that, like, Uber event where they're just, like, really lavishing the suppliers, the brewers that attend here, um, and you know, far and away, uh, and a lot of other events have tried to mimic that. But I think this is the granddaddy of them all in that sense. So if somebody For says sure. that this event is better, just remember, like, uh, just ask them: Were they a brewer? Because they literally take them like kayaking or whitewater rafting or something crazy. Like they do all sorts of crazy stuff with them ahead of time. Um, Right. wine them and dine them and stuff like that which is awesome I'm not saying they shouldn't but that isn't also the fest that, that we attended we um, went as, as just general gem pop baby gem pop of course we had some access to people that we wouldn't normally have cause well we no we knew people. people we knew it's not that we, we had access to them we just we knew people like, yeah we didn't get any special treatment other than no. getting to go but that said because I would just want to make and sure we, we would said still that. say it's like an elite festival as like just Absolutely. general admission bands on our wrist right now. That's what I'm saying it as. Yeah. I'm almost putting a qualification for somebody who says it's, you know, the best. It's like, I think if you are a supplier, then yeah, it's, it's, there's, it's hands down the best. But, um, Attendee, it was great. It top, was great. Top two instead of just the best? Top three? I think it's top two. It's top, top two, two. Of, of festivals that still exist. Yes. I think it's okay. top two. It's and top then two. what were your f- three favorite things like you tried three memorable today. things i think you said three memorable moments you want three memorable oh, beers the three memorable beers and then if they overlap with moments go ahead they don't necessarily okay uh my three memorable beers that i had were um we had a bale breaker ipa oh yeah that the, was the like frozen wet hop ipa it was like the most memorable hoppy thing i had yeah I had Fantastic. the see. I'm gonna go more than three, but that's okay. Uh, the 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 Taylor the seven year um, barley wine Up from the seven year age barley wine from Sierra. Yeah, yeah, that one. Sierra Nevada. Yeah, that's number one. No, no. These are oh, the these one. are the the things. But I would say for me, um, it was like super well put together immaculately well put together lagers shown for me today. Maybe because it's 90 degrees. I think that's just what we like. Right. And we had like really good lagers. We had Tipo Pills from Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Beer Fishico Ducato. Don't look at me. I'm not Italian. It was them. I am Italian, but I don't want to say We had uh, uh, I mean a bunch of really good ones, but there were a few that I think stood out uh, for me. Uh, Frame 
from yeah. Oregon had a cask conditioned uh, gravity fed gravity frame lager. It's just the yeah. lager and frame lager. Cru- it crushed the whole. So we had good. it two or three times throughout the day, and it's so ninety plus good. degrees out here, and so it was good. tasting fantastic every time. That's one of the top three for me for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the heater Allen Hellas, yes. that killed for me. I, I was yep. like floored by how wonderful yep. that beer was. I think the Mars, not M A R Z, but M A H R S. We only talk about M A R Z on this podcast. Sorry, well, I'll, I'll take a break from that for just a moment. They're uh, uh, unfiltered amber. And I say amber, it was like lighter than we would consider a Vienna. <laughs> right. Um, and it was just so beautiful. Beautiful. It was so good. Perfectly put together. Great head on it as yeah. he told us that German beers should have foam on them. Yes. And we said, no thank you, boss pours only. Exactly. And he kicked us out of the tent. Right. But then we bribed people in line to top us <laughs> off until we had a boss pour. And then we drank it that way. Yeah, exactly. After gramming it. You know us. This is how we and by drinking it, I meant we grammed it and then we, we dumped it we out. We also checked in on tapped and said, uh, Amber Lager, probably the best Amber Lager I've ever had, 2.78 stars. Yes. Exactly. Which is true. And then my, my third yeah. top of the top three. What was your, uh, wait, what were your first two? <laughs> it was uh, the Heater Allen Hellas. Okay. The Frame uh, Gravity Pour oh. Lager. Yeah. And then uh, the Wildflower Table Beer. That uh, stuck with me for a while. Oh, good. Uh, Louis like B- BV Table Beer from Tasmania, Sydney, Australia. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Um, and just like perfect. Like we just put out our table beer and it, I drank that and I was like, Mm, maybe we shouldn't do this because this is so much better than it. It was a good table um, beer. And it was uh, similar bones to what we put out at, uh, for Bourgeois Daydreams, but mixed culture, a little bit more acidity, just mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, I think it was sub 3% alcohol. Uh, just a beautiful little, little beer. And it's the first time I had their beers, like, on draft or anything. And when I was starting is was... Um, there was your boy, by the way, who just drove by. We talked to that guy from Alvarado Street. Oh, nice, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was starting Israel, I was reading that guy's blog a lot. And a lot of the stuff about how to make Belgian Cezanne came cool. from the impetus of, was his visits to cool. Belgian Cezanne. Brewers. Anyway, I, I'm sorry I interrupted you. but That was it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, was, the table beer. Uh, I would date. say, um, uh, like, shout out, honorable mention to um, Fanta Flora's oh, uh, Will, a.k.a. Mimosa, Mimosa City. City. City, yeah. Uh, uh, Ud Beersill had a uh, Earl Grey oh. Tea Lambic. Yeah. Really, 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 really nice. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, there was a, a bunch of beers that could definitely have gone in the, the honorable mention. I'm just trying to remember them right now, but <laughs> whatever. I guess they weren't honor. They weren't as, as memorable. memorable as you thought they were. Yeah, huh? right. Um, there were also but, some good uh, panel discussions we said, and not that we talked on, but we got to observe like some stuff about thiols and mm-hmm. the future of IPA that were uh, fun to watch. Yeah. Like, so there's a lot of stuff going on at the festival. So memorable moments now we're getting to. Yeah, memorable moments. So speaking of thiols, I mean, um, a memorable moment for me was watching the dude with the hat that just said thiols. <laughs> uh, I would also say there was a dude who just had a uh, shirt that said Sabro. Uh, which made me want to put those two together and make an outfit out of it with a, a shirt that I just want to wear a shirt that says Sabro and a hat that just says Thiols and nothing else. Um, those were memorable moments uh, for me. 
more uh, being a little bit more sincere. Uh, although that is sincere. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sincere. That is sincere. Those were, those those were, were memorable, memorable moments. moments. Um, I would say I got to sit, not sit, but talk to um, uh, Carl Grandin and Henock from Omni uh, individually and then together. Um, and that was just just awesome just say hi to them and um that was really cool they were both here which is another thing about this event is um you know like the top brass at a lot of these places are the ones who are are coming um i mean both carl and hennock uh were here from sweden and they were even saying right and they They were were saying we do not both go to festivals Ever. Very often, yeah. like hardly ever. They hadn't uh, been. To, neither one had been here since 2018. They hadn't been together since like 2016 or 2017. Or yeah. Um, so that was really awesome to to talk to those guys. And we, you and I, uh, don't directly, but uh, sometimes bemoan a lot of the styles that they've popularized. But when we were talking about them and with them, they're almost always first to the table on those things. Mm-hmm. And we were talking together and then with them about how like. First through the wall gets uh, not a pass, but like a at least a look, right? Where mm-hmm. like they created the milkshake IPA, they mm-hmm. kind of create the pastry stout, they mm-hmm. create a lot of things that you and I look at now and are like, ugh. Uh, but when you're the first one, and the slushy, actually the a, slushy, the, slu- the pouring things, the slushies. When you're the first one through the wall and you're doing that, it's actually creative. It's a whole different ball. I mean, those game. three things. I mean, like one, boom, boom, boom. The same one that have all become these huge trends, yeah. and I think they were so early. So far, I'm not going to say that. Like, if someone's like, they weren't literally first. They were so early in that and, it might have been like and a, so influential that maybe yes, they saw it somewhere. Right. They did it, but they, that's how it's. I mean, from my point of view, or maybe our point of view, that's how those things spread. Someone saw them doing it. Right. And they're like, oh, that's cool. I mean, I think they were here for a reason. Uh, There was no, I think, weak points from... Yeah, I mean, mean, if you're coming from Sweden, there were not a lot of foreign breweries here. There was not a lot... There was zero weakness from the uh, foreign standpoint. Now, you could say, like, okay, well, they're here because they're local friends. They're here because they're associated with Firestone Walker. They're here because they're associated with, you know, who would so-and-so. And the amount of that is minimal. And even so, they had to be able to hold their own. But from the foreign breweries, I mean, there were a couple of breweries that we had not heard of. We're like, well, they're here, so they right. must Gotta have try been it. like, yeah. What is this place? Heaters. About? And the only ones who were doing, I think, this that bombastic style of beer that were foreign were Omni. Yeah. I, I think, think. this was traditional or like neo-traditional. Yeah. From, or... Uh, different parts of the world, right? Yeah. Like not European. Like there were some South American breweries that were yeah. doing some interesting stuff with fruits. But so I mean, it's it's crazy. It's like the same people who, you know, might be surprised for me to say that are the same people who are surprised to hear that I don't like disallow hazies uh, at the beer temple. But like, yeah, being <laughs> there and talking to on the polio and really being able to like, you know. Uh, uh, spill my guts or whatever you want to say about like how I think important they are to craft beer you know just remember like what I drink and what I hate on it, it it's not necessarily because of the flavor 
of it. You know, right. like I think it's sometimes because the flavor, because I think you're just doing something bad, and you know, bad art is bad. Right. And derivative art is bad. Yeah, and I think those guys are just so um, real. There's nothing derivative about what. Yeah, doing. yeah, they're they're cool. They're, Thing, they're just they're cool, man. It's one of those things you look back on and you're like, oh, some of that stuff might be derivative, but they did it first. Like it's not like it's full of soul and full of creativity and thoughtfulness right and uh maybe a little tongue-in-cheek thing sometimes right but, right like if you're the first through the wall on that stuff like you get a not a pass but just like a, a yeah congratulations and right like a, right a right. spilling of our hearts out to be like man you guys are very cool yeah which is what i, I also said but like, hey these are not my favorite beers to drink but yeah. i am like but the full package the right. presentation the thoughtfulness the ideas, yeah, the liveliness. Like I think that's alive. so important. Yeah, the, that brand is as alive as any other beer brand yeah. in the world. And you and I were talking about how uh, we'd like to have those two on the show uh, yeah. because I think their story is is really really cool. Uh, any other memorable moments? I mean, we saw Doctor Lambic a couple saw times. Saw Doctor Lambic. He was in work mode, recording yeah. mode. Yeah. Um, well, he was in he was in his uh, hospital scrubs. He had a stethoscope, and he was, he he was, was doing, dissecting a lambic. Yeah, he was. Yeah, doing op- operations on lambic. Doctor Lambic, uh, some a couple times. He was actually. on call. He had his beeper. You know, yeah. had to run out. But any other any other um, high points for you that you can think of for this fest specifically? I mean, hanging out with my friend Chris was a great oh. high point. Uh, running uh, part of it was like running into people that you see in Chicago but you never really like we don't talk to Gabriel like uh, at Half Acre that Mm -hmm. much but like when you're in Paso Robles and you're by the porta potties when in Paso you accidentally talk to him for 20 minutes about what's going on yeah Uh, Yeah. whereas like you can't just like walk up and knock on the door at Half Acre like hey do you want to hang out yeah right at least we can't like we're not that cool you're not that cool what about you? What were some other memorable moments? <sighs> well, I I think uh, you you nailed it. I had one. Oh, uh, we we did. There was like a little uh, taste test panel. Oh yeah. That you and I went to. Yep. Uh, that was hosted by Firestone Walker, we and they thought, had different stations. So we yep. just walked up to them. We're like, we're gonna do this. We thought it was off flavored tasting. Right. We're like, we're gonna nail it. We're just gonna mic drop this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna be blinded. I and they're actually like, them. these are all Firestone Walker beers. Can you judge which is which? Three quarters of which don't come to Chicago, or, or may. But I mean, I don't. But we've <laughs> certainly don't. never had them. Yeah. And uh, so we're at a slight disadvantage. And the first one we went to, because uh, they had different stations, we didn't know what was what. Was Hazy's, which also at the time we didn't know that that was the Hazy station. We did not. We're like, okay, these could be anything. And they give you a cheat sheet with all of the beers, not just the hazies for that station. Yeah, just all the beers that, that Firestone Walker was so we were... pouring necessarily. So, and then the first one was by Sight. And we're like, well, I don't know, man. Like, so, we'll, look, we'll do this, this, and this. And then we smelled them. And we're like, oh, okay, I think this is this one. And it was it was like a tangerine no, that dream was the, or something. Yeah, it was a tangerine wit. Uh, no, it was a tangerine. Mind haze and double mind. Double haze. mind haze. And they thought they were gonna. F- they thought they were gonna get us. And we're like, well, I don't know, man. Like haze. we're like, I don't know what hot noses versus mind haze versus this is. So we're gonna say double mind haze, mind haze. You know what they didn't get? Us. Us. We fucking because then it. we traced it. Then we uh. tasted it, and we're like, well, I'm just keeping it the same. Yeah. And they're like, you guys nailed it. Yeah. So from the smell only, 
from beers we didn't even know. Yeah. We're like, well, and we're asking them, like, what's this? What style of beer? Because they had the list. We're like, what style of beer is this? What style of beer is this? We found out afterwards that was the hazy. Right, portion. that like the hazy one. He's like, yeah, the lager one's over there. And What's then, the lager one? Uh, you got one of three right based on, on visual only. Yeah. I got zero out of three because I was stupidly thinking a that a, a Mexican lager should be somewhat dark. Uh, but then from <laughs> this guy's never had a aroma before in his life. From aroma on, where we didn't even taste them at the end. Yeah, we just the them. other guy like he's like we got him on aroma. Yeah. He's he like you got like, it right. Let's taste them. He was just like yeah here, yeah yeah you got it button. right. Take them. So like, bang, we're geniuses. Yeah, we're geniuses. No, we have that the, was, No, uh, they told us what it was. I have a little. Uh, here it is, right here. You got your button. The button they give us. We are. What does it say? It said on my glasses on. It says experts. Experts. I have expert taste. I like genius better. To be fair, yeah, uh, we're genius. And that was Cerveza, Pivo, and uh, Cal Poly. Cal Poly Lager, something like that. Uh, the Cal Poly of which I don't think we've ever had. I mean, the colors of the three were essentially identical. Yeah, it was the same. The I same. Mean, come on. And and they told us, like, oh, we try to keep them all the same. Right. And so, I only guessed the... I got one right visually because I thought the hoppiness of Pivo would Dead keep, on. cause more head retention. And you were right. You were right. That's right. Um. Yeah, so that was cool. And now we're looking forward to... Uh, so, Marty from... Revolution, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Uh, it's his birthday today, literally thirty nine. Happy thirty ninth! And he said that his spiritual home is Paso Robles. He tries to come out here as much as he possibly can. He loves here, the this area, the Central Coast, not necessarily just Paso. Uh, so his uh, birthday party is in uh, an hour and a half. We're gonna go to that, and uh, tomorrow we're gonna meet up with um, Nile. He's got us set up for some super bougie wine and beer and food you and I tasting. Are very bougie, so we'll fit right in. Very bougie. You I literally packed a second pair of, of shoes oh, okay. just for that. Uh, no, I, but I, I have a, a this one. I, I brought a shirt with a collar. Sure. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. Because I brought a shirt with buttons, but no collar. Because here's the deal, and we probably shouldn't be saying this, but I will because I'm not good at not saying things I shouldn't say. Uh, the tickets to this event are no, in the. Uh, multiple hundreds of dollars and <laughs> let's just hundreds. say they are yeah and let's just say We're that rich. we are rich yeah and just say that to us it doesn't matter uh, like money to us means nothing, which is why we're staying in a Motel Six tonight <laughs> that has uh, might have had a roach or two in it when we opened it up. The owners the door. might supplement their income through uh, the you know, methamphetamines. Uh, methamphetamines, but didn't we don't care. We happen, don't see good. Didn't engage in it. Definitely didn't engage in it because it money is no object. But that right, means it literally is no well. object. It isn't an object. So like we don't care. Right, I want to go just, here. How much is it? I don't care. Oh. This it's, card has unlimited money on it that I probably don't have to pay back, right? Right. Right. I probably... Do I have to pay that back? Uh, to what? What card are you talking about? Uh, just all the, all the cards. That, that Chase card? Yeah. Yeah, you probably do. But that's oh, uh, beside shit. the point. So money's not an object, so we don't care that it costs tangible. so much. Yeah. No, no, no. That fungible is what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, dude. You get it. tangible and fungible mixed up. <sighs> did that again. I did it again. Also, here's the here's the highlight. Mm-hmm. I brought a breathalyzer with us. Mm-hmm. We did the entire fest. That's right. We were having a good time, being very responsible, mm-hmm. but not holding charming, back necessarily. Handsome, oh, the charming! Whole the whole place was just like 
oh beguiled by us. Totally. Look at these guys. Look at them. Covered head to toe. Yes. Long sleeve shirts. Yes. Long pants. We were also slightly you bulging know, pockets with Midwestern. Batteries. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh, was uh, uh, within driving uh, allowances, uh-huh. uh, and you were just slightly I was over. Close. You were slightly over. I'm a smaller man. Yeah, right. but uh, certainly none of the dark lordian. Uh, <laughs> Not for us. No yeah, passing out. In the we, but we didn't see that anything here really at all. I saw one guy getting taken out in an ambulance, but that was he like he was an older gentleman, and it was very gentleman. hot, and um, they were taking good care of him. Right. We did see someone, uh, I think, casually drink four 805s waiting in line by himself. Right. right. And then keep being like, hey, does anyone want to drink one of these with me? Like, no like, puddles of no. vomit. Yeah. No, someone passed out in their own vomit with, like, cracked bottles around them, as is, you know, standard at Dark Lord Day. You sure. know, none of that. Sure. People kind of had their stuff together. No misanthropy here. Also... Yeah, not not certainly not from us. No, we were, were wide-eyed and uh, clear bushy-tailed, eyes, full yeah. hearts. We couldn't lose. Yeah, we were loving everything we saw. It's a very topical reference to uh, Friday Night Lights. Oh, okay, never seen mm-hmm. that, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Two thousand nine, maybe. Okay, that's cool. That's, yeah. that's a good reference. I'm sure people listening are happy to You're welcome. know know about never that. Never even watched the show. Oh, I thought it was a movie. It's both. Okay. Um, is a book too. Oh, thank you. Anything else? Maybe a novella, uh, no. poem. Maybe I'll write one. A song? Was it a song as well? There's got to be a couple songs, about <laughs> it, right? Um, I will say podcast uh, probably. Very, very cool. I'm um, looking forward to the next kind of leg, which is the Napa thing. Maybe we'll get Niall on uh, for a quick little have, have him hold thing. a tiny mic. Yeah, have him hold a tiny mic like we are. Um, but just, just good times all around i really uh thank you to firestone walker for uh offering these tickets up to us scott right scott yep Thanks, thank scott. you very much scott um good yesterday there was a little uh we didn't talk about it much there was a, a welcome thing at the brewery mm-hmm. which is very nice as well it was cool um and amazing campus yeah i mean that place is pretty amazing oh one thing we didn't talk about uh, Wild Fields, dude. Yes. So we, so the place that I talked about that was like half Chuck E. Cheese, half Brew Pub, uh, is right down the street from Firestone Walker, like you know, ten minutes away. When I say down the street, so I was mentioning that to Mike, and uh, you were like, "Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> I there. want to go to there. There is a place I want to go." So we went last night, and you saw. Did I describe it? Accurately, I mean, was the very vi- fair. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like half of it's full of like new age video games too, right? Not trying to like pander to like no uh, people like our age of like, oh, we have NBA Jam, but the things don't really work. But if you put two quarters in, you can still kind of like play as like a big headed Ray Allen. Uh, no, like like re- legit video games like Duck Pin Bowling. Papa shot that uh, you mm-hmm. destroyed me in, which is mm-hmm. uh, unfortunate. But like the ones where you're like riding on like a snowmobile or a motorcycle and they and like tilt rum- back the side. And tilts. Is that a coyote? Uh, I think it's just like a wild dog. Uh, no, that's a coyote, dude. Should we hang out with it? And there's something in its mouth. Yeah, he got, got one. That's crazy. They're animals, dude. What do there's you think? It's a coyote just running in the parking lot. <laughs> what the hell? 
and it just put down whatever it had in its mouth. Okay. It's gonna get anyway, from these people, you can get pet. That is people. nuts, dude. That is crazy. That's not a coyote. Yes, it is. <laughs> He's hanging out with people okay. now, dude. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. But the the thing about wild fields. Yes. Never won a medal for anything ever, right? Did never. I get that right? Uh, no, I think you got it wrong. Oh. Uh, they the actually opposite. won four World Beer Cup <laughs> and three GABF. Go- golds. All golds. All golds. In the same year, yeah. first time or the most ever, seven golds within a single year. Right, and they had two brown ales and a scotch ale on, mm-hmm. uh, multiple lagers, so we didn't enjoy our time at all. No, we had a great time. Oh, yeah, we did. We, we, did we had a great, great time. time. Uh, we got a whole stack of quarters and, and did that thing. Yeah. They even had like a romper room for kids who were too little to play video games. Right. Like they had ones Day with care. like... A, like a daycare area, which yeah. was crazy. So, like, it is nuts. And those kids got free beer. <laughs> they didn't. But one thing I do want to say. They didn't? We'll talk about it. How were they paying for the beer then? Well, the thing is their parents were drinking we're beer. Paying for the and that was like the kids. They just drop them off there. Oh, okay. Got it. But. I, yeah, that's fair. I didn't actually see the kids drinking any beer. But here's the thing. I assumed. There was a new brewer... Uh, article or something? Uh, Crap Beer and Brewing Magazine. Yes. Uh, that you said you had read. I'd read and I listened to the podcast about it. And I want to, let's not talk about it necessarily right now, but I think something we should get back to is that article. I want to go and read that article yeah. and see how those guys were highlighted because. Yeah, we talked let's, about Let's throw a little bit, let's just do a, a, a little bit of hot takery right now <laughs> because I think. What you were saying, and I love it if it's true, I hope it is true, is that the, the Can't trust what me. they were saying is, look how great these guys are doing. It's because they've won so many medals. And going there, we felt like they were able to make so many great beers of styles that maybe aren't the most you know, Ooh. coveted right now because they were able to um, compromise in other ways, and that wasn't... I wouldn't say compromise. Compromise is like, They were aware adapt. of that. They were aware their business is based on drawing people to their place to drink their beers. Right. right? And so most, every most breweries that win that many medals or think they're purists like uh, want Whoever, to draw yeah. people because their beer is so good. And they clearly didn't do that exclusively. Their beer is fantastic, but they had an idea of like, hey, if we have the Papa Shot and we have this daycare area and we have this duckpin bowling thing, like more people will come to the place and then we can make more of the beers we want to we make. We care about. Yeah. If we have more people in here for reasons other than just the fact that like we think we make the best beer in the world. Right. And so they and got I- recognition from very established, like prestigious bodies saying you do make fantastic beer, but they also served the community they're in and the people around them are like well we can't just go to the place that has the best beer because Firestone Walker's probably 10 minutes away and that's they, they won a lot of medals too but we have this place we can go and like the kids can have fun we can have fun we we didn't bring our kids I don't mm-hmm. have kids even we played pinball we played pop a shot we had a great right. time uh, so it's like the, the larger story isn't just that like we you know we made award winning beers and everyone showed up in Atascadero California right. we created an environment where it's easy to show up Right where it's it's fun to show up and the beers and stick were around class and stick around yeah um, so. and you know and they weren't doing just um, whatever like oh well uh, you know we need to get more people in so let's just do the most 
um, popular styles or whatever right. styles get the most bottle caps or something like that. Right. I felt they found they were creative and found other ways to do it. Was it the, the way that like the beer temple would do it? No, it wasn't. But I, I really you kind of like that. Broke shuffleboard table. Yeah, we broke the shuffleboard table. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So you but. can't have a papa shot because you're just gonna break that too. I would. I would you can't it. have nice yeah. things. Well, I beat your ass. That's all that matters. <laughs> you did be mad. You almost doubled me up, which <laughs> I was doing pretty good, and you just left hand. Oh, what can you say? I'm a lefty. Yeah. Uh, but great times. I want to thank Firestone Walker for the tickets and Scott specifically yeah. at Firestone Walker. Um, and. Yeah, anything else you want to say until we come back? Probably, uh, who knows, the next time, but it'll be, you know, for this episode, I yeah. mean, I think we're going to do another one. But anything else uh, you want to say, Mike? No, I think that was a pretty good summation of our time here. All right, man. Well, well then uh, we'll see you for, I guess, the next installment of this uh, road trip. Bye. Until then, goodbye. And we're back uh, in the in the present. Or I guess yeah. probably the, the, the more close past live in the now man that's, yeah that's, we're in the present it's my saying you know yeah um i live my life we're back in chicago we are. because we forgot to record any more uh podcast in route we did a lot more driving but we didn't we did a lot more driving a lot more to... stuff we could have uh there was a a night in a hot tub where we could have recorded <laughs> that would have been pro- a great <laughs> put a pro- would have probably ruined the audio equipment, <laughs> yeah. but... chopped your phone in the hot tub yeah. um <laughs> After we had, uh, uh, we, we were supposed we were trying to go somewhere else, but ended up walking for twenty minutes yeah. in the wrong direction. I think that I think that was my fault. I think it was. <laughs> it's definitely it was my your fault. fault too. Yeah. <laughs> so like ah, well, let's get screw there. it, Donnie. Let's go bowling. <laughs> right. Like let's. Uh, uh, well, we just went into the hot tub, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, obviously Firestone Walker, great. Yeah. Great fest. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it on uh, afterwards, but certainly a top tier. Um, yeah. And the more I've, I've talked to people about it here uh, in Chicago, um, you know, the the quality of the the breweries, just overall, the average is, is as high or higher than mm-hmm. any uh, festival I've, I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, and... Um, yeah, it's. Are we, I don't it's think cool. we talked about this. Do you have any bad beers while we were there? I don't have. I didn't have a single beer that I was like, "This isn't perfectly great." Mm. I don't think we talked about that in the car. But then I, I remember I. Too, so who knows? I dumped a few out, but it wasn't because they were bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. No, yeah, I didn't have any either. bad they're beer. All, they're all excellent to incredible. Right. And you will not get that, for example, at the Great Taste of the Midwest. You're going to get some dogs. Um, it, you just will. Yeah. I mean, somebody might like them. Specifically from who, do you think? Uh, if I had any like names, but his was, like probably. Oh, well, we've never even been invited to the Great Taste of the Midwest, so joke's on you. Oh, well, you kind ter- I drank your beer game. there at the Pipeworks uh, tent. So. Oh, I did sneak in the side door by accident. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. I guess I'm right. And, and that was, was the worst and beer. You, I'm right. It was if terrible. If that's the worst beer you had at Great Taste of the Midwest, then that's a pretty good festival. Because yeah. that was Levant. No, I tried to get some, and it was all sold out. So there you go. I'm I, just going by what the general vibe and the, the word on the street was. <laughs> that at, it was terrible. Was there. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, uh, no, at, at great taste, you're just not going to get, you know, you're going to get great beer. You're going to have to hunt them out. Right. Well, well there's, there's only more, 50 breweries at the, 
Invitational, right? Yeah. There's how what? Uh, Jeez, ten th- like all ten thousand breweries <laughs> in the country, I think, are yeah. invited to Great Taste. All the all of them that are in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean there's there's a couple hundred though, and um, yeah, it's it's great. I mean, I, I think it's it's worthy. People who say it's the best, I understand why they they say that. Yeah. Um, I can understand somebody being there and then coming to the the Great Taste of Midwest and liking Firestone Walker more. Um. Sure. I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're into getting, if you're at a beer fest to get the best, like a selection of the best beers, like that's Firestone is 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 a better bet for yeah. that. Sure. Uh, if you want like <laughs> vibes and an all around weekend, I still would say maybe a great taste with the night before and the night after and the whole thing. Is, yeah. Pretty Unless you and are. the scenery, it, it, as good as the scenery was at Firestone Walker, it, uh, it, it's even better. It's it, better. It truly is better at uh, at Great Taste. So I'll agree on that. But but thank you to Firestone Walker. I mean, it's great. Absolutely. I would certainly go again. I don't know if I would travel every year for it. It's far from Chicago. Yeah. Once every couple of years, you know, yeah. I think it'd be worth Let it. Let us know if you want us to come back again. Yeah. Yeah. I will check the temperature. If it's I don't know if I want to go on, and I, I truly mean this. If it's a hundred degrees, I don't know if I want to go. Yeah, because it was apparently in the like upper eighties, maybe Low hit nineties, and on where I did not want it <laughs> a degree warmer than that. I, I've I've become Midwesticized. <laughs> yeah, because Philly is so hot. <sighs> I mean, it's not as hot as out there, man. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah, it was rough, but anyway. Um, so after that, mm-hmm. what do we do? We drove up. Well, no, that night. Oh, that, oh yeah, that night. Yeah, We right. took a nap. Do we not want to talk about that? <laughs> took a nap in the car. <laughs> we took a nap in the car. <laughs> I passed out pretty hard. Yeah. I or fell kinda, asleep pretty hard, I guess. Yeah. Like, pass out. No, you were asleep. And then... But um, to be fair, the night before I flew out, I got about three hours of sleep because I flew out at like yeah. six forty-five in the morning. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's, Everyone's judging me. Chris. Nobody's judging you. Uh, anyway, fell asleep. I fell asleep. We, we we laid down to take a nap. Yeah, because we had like hours to kill, and our hotel was disgusting and yeah. had roaches in <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty. So gross. we didn't. I mean, it, it was. I think you and I were definitely on the same page that we'd rather sleep in the car, <laughs> sleep in the car, than go back, back to that the hotel, hotel room because yeah. the room was gross. And yeah, yeah it wasn't we, a place when we walked in, we saw roaches scattering, so it was not. It was not cool. Yeah, no. Um, it wasn't cheap either. It wasn't no. expensive, but it wasn't cheap. No, it was well over 100 bucks a night. Yeah, right. Like, just shy of 200 The rack think. rate was like 350 but anyway. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, so we slept in the car for a little bit, about an hour probably, and then there was a fun after party at Herman Story, the winery. Yes. Uh, it was Marty, friend of the show, Marty Scott's birthday. Yes, the barrel master at Revolution Brewing. And he had, uh, it, during harvest season there, done a kind of sabbatical, sabbatical from Rev and Stange there and helped them with harvest and everything. So yeah, he wanted to throw a little party, and they said, no, 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 we're going to throw a big party and got like a DJ and pizzas and opened a bunch of nice wine for everyone. And yeah. And it was like a little like Chicago mini reunion. Yeah, it it was a lot of Chicago people. As the night went on, more and more non-Chicago people caught wind that something was happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Uh, Half Acre guys were there, gave him that. Josh, Mm -hmm. friend of the show, Josh. Mm -hmm. Deeth. Yep. Uh, Uh, I just, uh, 
to go full circle on who we wanted to see, Rob Salator was there. Rob Salator was there. Told him it was the one number one person I wanted to see. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we, that's, we hung that's out so with nice. Firestone Rob. Firestone Rob. And there uh, he is, Firestone Rob. Yes, and then I, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Gabriel Magliaro, was there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep. Friend of the show, Matt Brindelson. Was Matt, there? Friend of the show, Matt, big friend of the show, Matt Brunson. It's his favorite podcast. Yep. I, I think. Yep. He definitely uh, did not turn to uh, Rob and uh, ask who I was, <laughs> and I definitely didn't pretend to not hear him asking. No, it's at one point he said like he, he heard you were in town. He like, why didn't you? Yeah, yes. when we were when you, when you were nerding out with the uh, Omnipoyo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. He was like, oh, I heard you were in town. Why, why didn't you reach you? out? Yeah. To which my answer was because you're Rob. Brindelson? Well, he's uh, Matt Brindelson. <laughs> Matt Brindelson. <laughs> Rob Salator. Yeah, fuse now I'm two people the, together. Yeah. I mean, come on. Is that, if you're going to fuse two people. Those, those are the two. Those are the two. Yeah. Um, so, uh, no, I mean, I, I definitely think he knew who I was, but in that moment uh, right. did not recognize me. So, yeah. it was funny. And the guys from Mars in Germany showed up. That's right. They were cool. M A H R S. Yeah, I think they thought. I, well, I think they thought I was German for a little bit. They started talking to me in German because I my heritage is German. How awesome would it be if one of them's name was Ed? Ed Mars. Edward or <laughs> yeah. Edgar or something. Yeah. Edgar. They call me Ed Mars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be um, amazing. And then uh, Topher. From Wildflower, yes. Uh, someone whose blog I read when I was starting up is was showed up, yes, and I nerded out. And, and he told him is that just explain who he is to some other people. He is the brewer and owner of Wildflower. I don't know what they're they're like brewery or blendery or what their name yeah. is in uh, in Australia. Mm-hmm. And very they make, nice guy. They make like saisons and and mixed culture beers, mostly naturally yeah. fermented. And he had a blog, probably like. 2010 ish, mm-hmm. maybe 2008 through 2012. Kind well of. read blog, from what I've heard. Uh, by me, for sure. Well, he was like, <laughs> nobody read that. I, like, did. I did. I did. I read every one of them. Um, and I don't know what the situation was exactly because he worked at a couple places in, in the US as well. He worked at mm-hmm. Jester King for a little bit um, and some other Saison breweries like that. But he yeah. was living in Europe or something and he was going around to a lot of the Saison breweries and spending some time with them. And that's where I read like what the fermentation temperature was for Blaugy and a bunch of stuff about how they make Abaron. And he was like, oh, they didn't want mm-hmm. me to tell anyone that. And I didn't know that. So they, when I went back, they were kind of not happy with me. Uh, oh but well. uh, yeah, I told him how much I, uh, what an inspiration his blog was and how much I loved his beers. And he said, great, because we're never sending any to America. Yeah, as very, far as very, <laughs> very friendly. He said he, he wished he could, but I think this is a service announcement. Um, he said, if you see any wildflower beer at retail in the United States, do not buy it. Right. Is that fair to say? Uh, I don't know if he explicitly said that, but it's, it's, it's old. It's really old and probably not I how mean, he wants it. I mean, he wanted to buy it all back before it switched hands from Shelton yeah. uh, and destroy it. Sure, then yes. So, so we can interpolate from that yeah. that, that you shouldn't buy it. Um, or you can buy and destroy I it. I don't know tougher. if you were there, uh, and I pretty much, because I own a retail shop, right. as you know. Yeah. Uh, and I was, he you was do. like, yeah, don't Eponymous buy it. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's He's called like, podcast. Yeah. So if you're it's called the podcast, yeah, the <laughs> liquor store the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's a yeah. very nice guy. Well, he also was saying, he's like, you know, since that all that Shelton stuff went down, they were able to sell 
you know, 90 plus percent of their beer in Australia. That's so great. he doesn't see a reason to export where he's like, when I started, I thought there was no chance of that. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then uh, the next day, we went back to the Roach Motel. We went back to the Roach Motel and went up to, we were going to go to San Francisco, but we paid for, I was going to say we canceled. We, <laughs> we decided to double buy. <laughs> Uh, hotel rooms, uh, but we it's decided to get a motel public in, service announcement. in Napa. Don't get your hotel room on Expedia. I'm beefing with them. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to Napa, renowned, world renowned for its cheap hotel prices. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we stayed at yeah. a Motel Bonita, which was very, oh, boni- that place it was very was, Bonita. That place was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I a, that was, especially from where we were coming from. It's mm-hmm. like, this is a whole different world. Mm-hmm. It was El Bonita, is what El it was Bonita. called. Hotel El Bonita. Yeah, not Casa Bonita. Um, different vibe there. Yeah. Um, but um, at some point on the trip, Niall invited us to like a beer and wine and dinner. And standing in the field. Yeah, uh, yeah. That he was pouring beer at. Where you had to pretend to be his wife, mm-hmm. and I had to pretend to be his brewing associate. So I had a wig. Yeah. You were dressed like... a dress... Like, Bugs Bunny. Like, like E.T. when they're trying to like, yeah. pass him I was off gonna, as a lady. Yeah, that, I was yeah, going to say Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny when yeah. he was trying to, you know, um, dress up like a lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you definitely had that E.T. meets Big uh, Bugs Bunny meets Jessica Rabbit vibe mm-hmm. going. Uh, fooled everyone. Yep. Got hit on him a little more than I would have liked, but mm-hmm. it was flattering. Yeah. Um, but that was uh, an insane event. It was really cool. Yeah. So it was on this f- property. It's been six owned generations for six generations since like eighteen. Oh my goodness! Something forties. Yeah. Something um, at least in Napa. Mm-hmm. Um, they took us up. They like we showed up. We had no idea what we were getting into. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the little welcome reception. Then they walk us around the property a little bit, and this the woman who st- uh, is like the sixth generation farmer there is showing us like. You know the the sawmill that her ancestors built to be With able to hydraulic cut, power, right? From, literally, like not a hydraulic press, but like wood, the uh, the water, right? Uh, they have like up higher on the hill that w- yeah. would run these saws that they used to plane and create all the boards to build the house that their family lived in right next to it. It was pretty incredible. And then yeah. then we walked to a table in the middle. Talk of Talked to field, a rancher there. Talked to a rancher. Uh, ate his cows, and then yep. his cows were just kind of walking around, yep. you know, not knowing that we're the apex predator, and one day we will eat them out in the field. Yeah, and we were at the longest table I've ever sat <laughs> yeah. at in my life. How many people per side was it? 100 a people? 75 to 100 per side. Yeah, it was like, so 200 total, and it was just one, like, one long table. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, out in the field, yeah. drones and cameras Everywhere. We were double burdened all the drones we saw. We were. To ruin That's the true. Experience That's true. Much. We would see a drone and we'd double so burden. If, if you're looking at any of Outstanding the Fields, like social media, and you see a uh, woman that looks like a man with a with a wig on, double burdening. With, with, um, Elbow length woman gloves with a, with a beard. You had elbow, white elbow, elbow length didn't, gloves on. Didn't shave the beard. Yeah. Just double burden. That's um. That was oh, Chris. Hello. <laughs> you were kind of. You had that affected I, I voice going yeah. on um if i didn't need it but but no if you do gotta, see gotta that they're standing in the field and they're up in napa so honestly like zoom in close and look for us and 
depending on when, if they didn't notice, we might be, if we noticed that we were giving double birds, <laughs> they were uh, zipping around all over the place. A lot, I was yeah. being a, a little bit of a jerk. Uh, I was, because uh, there was like, it was beautiful, but then they were like, you know, trying to make sure they captured the moment perfectly. And I remember yeah. walking by one of them being like, I wonder uh, if that's a sixth generation drone or I made <laughs> some comment about how many generations have the drones been on this land. Yeah. Um, but that said, uh, Nile totally uh, hooked us up because yeah, these amazing. were inc- uh, very expensive <laughs> seats, which we paid a small fraction Right. of the price for. So we got to have a pretty amazing meal. Yeah. Um, it was really a great meal. Great wine. Yeah, cool people. Um, yeah, really, honestly, interesting people. Uh, I was sitting across from a, a cherry farmer mm-hmm. who had uh, 500 uh, laborers in the field that day. Because right. I guess when the cherries uh, are, are ready, you got to like pick them immediately. Right. And, and he was saying that they could potentially be in, uh, well, I mean, they could be in the markets here uh, even sooner, but he says a lot of it, it goes to Asia, and he says they can be in the market in Asia in 48 hours from being on the tree, which is amazing. They said they're very particular that if there's no stem on the cherry, they don't buy it. Exactly. Wild. Yes. So, interesting fellow, a uh, lot of straw hats. I looked lots at some of different of the types of hats. A lot of a matches. lot of same types of hats. <clears throat> sure, but not all straw. Some of them are like that kind of more felt. Yeah, they all kind of, of had that tan with a match, black band. Matches, and then that I don't think they're going to be using. Right, feathers. A lot of feathers. tan hats with a black strip of uh, fabric around yeah. them. But they're all unique individual expressions of their personalities. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Yep. And then uh, afterwards, we went to the El Bonita. And we were going to go to a dive bar. Oh no no no! no after that, that, wasn't that night. Oh oh, we just went. We just went home after did that. Did we go to Mad Fritz? That yeah, night? we yes, went to we Mad did. Fritz that night. And we went to Mad Fritz. <laughs> so and load up his uh, jockey box and stuff. Drank some beer with Nile. Awesome, awesome beer. Uh, and then we went to bed. I think that night. Sounds maybe. Like, probably, sounds like we should have. Right. Maybe we <laughs> did, or maybe we didn't. Yeah. Um, I think we did. I think we, we opened up a beer, drank it in Stange's that Niall gave us and went to bed. Yeah, Woke up early the next day and met up with uh, Niall mm-hmm. nice and early at his wife's family vineyard. Yeah. Fisher. Fisher. Yes. And had She's- as good a Chardonnay as I've ever had in I, my life. I, I will go on a limit. I'm not a big Chardonnay drinker, but that was by far the best Chardonnay I've ever had. I've had some really good Chardonnays. Um, um, I'm a, I mean, I really like Chablis, and I like a lot of uh, French um, Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> this was up there. It's like a, it was a perfect wine. It was wine. so good. So we were sitting you, out you there. Some new phrases. Mm-hmm. You don't charge charging the, your glass. Charge the glass. That's when your glass has not had any booze in it yet, and you put booze in it. You're right. not filling your glass. You're charging, charging your it. glass. I've been charging a lot of glasses. Yeah. Um, also, I learned Niall was very adamant about not rinsing your glass with water. Yeah. He was Fine like, I started to do it. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. Right. Um, he, so I learned that as well. Especially when you're drinking the same... Varietal, different vintage kind of thing. Right. So, um, and uh, after that, we went to Chateau Montalena, 
which mm-hmm. uh, was where Niall used to be uh, a winemaker from there. The movie Bottle Shock for yeah. all the big Alan Rickman people yeah. out there. I mean, one of the most famous wineries in I, Napa. I have watched that movie like California. two or three times. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was um, on like Amazon, and it's just like it was one of those like you put it on when you're doing other stuff movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a good movie. The famous uh, the, the Wine Challenge, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the French wine in challenge. Like 73? Is that when that Something was? Something like that. It's like, so this is the place that put Napa on the map as like an elite wine producing right. region in that the world. That proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that Napa, California, yeah. it, it was because it was, I think, actually, let me just take a step back. The United States. Right. The United States, I think, could make world class wine. And right. It was from Napa, and it was a blind tasting in France. Uh, and some of the uh, both reds and whites, but especially the Chateau Montalena, um, outperformed some French uh, it won. Chardonnays. It yeah. won the tasting. It was a blind tasting with French, mostly French judges, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. And uh, I guess it went well with Frog. Yeah. And, but uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, uh, but so Niall was the assistant winemaker there in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Kind of built while, out their yeah. lab. Was there when they were building out these like insane, kind of like cavernous tunnels, caves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally digging out right like a labyrinth down there. And it's a crazy property. Like yeah, most of the wines we rent to weren't like this. Where it has like, I think it's a fake pond, like a man-made pond. It's huge with an island in it. Yeah. And like bridges going across it. And yeah. Stuff. But that was pre existing to the, the vineyard, is what they said. Like, so, oh. Yeah. I don't know. Who it's, knows? Yeah. So, Niall also just like, we just followed him and he just went in the back door, <laughs> yeah. in directly into the lab. Yeah. Because flipping then, through some like, then, th- yeah. Pet photos, like, that's me. Uh, yeah. yeah that's right. This guy. This guy. He had rice holes all over his face. Yeah. Uh, and then. <laughs> He just took us in right the picture, into the was... fermentation area yeah. and then in the bottling area and then into the caves. And then we went back around and went up. Um, and he talk, talk, told us about this mold problem that they had had mm-hmm. back in the day. And then went up the back way and came out through the the wrong way out of the like employees only exit. <laughs> so he came the from there like, uh, and then there was a tasting going on and the woman's like, may I help on. you? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know who he was. Yeah. Why, why should she? Um, and, uh, then she, uh, called somebody to come, uh, take care of us now, uh, to, uh, greet us yeah, and that person didn't know who Niall out, was and then he was like I was the uh, assistant winemaker and she's like oh that Niall right. oh wait hold on let me go right. grab his reputation preceded him yes. if they had known it was Niall right which ever, is, is true I don't think they've ever met in person yeah so. but once they heard Niall they're like oh sat down we had like a they charged our glasses <laughs> we drank like real quick yeah some Chateau Montalena and then took off and cool. went to David Arthur Winery no, didn't we go to lunch? Oh, then we went to lunch. Went to That's lunch, right. and then didn't we go to... Had Mad Fritz Mad on draft. To drink coffee? Yes, then we did that. Yeah. Niall roasts his own coffee as for the Mad Fritz brand, and it's incredible. He yes. pulled espresso shots to keep us going, and they were... Mine was perfect. He complained yeah. about yours and his. Uh, mine looked pretty good. Yeah, mine was like an absolutely perfect pulled shot of espresso. Yeah, you commented on it. While he was going and doing the other two, yeah, I was like, I've never. Seen, this is one of the most yeah. beautiful shots of espresso I've ever seen. Yeah, and it was, it was fantastic. If you yeah. ever, if you're there, 
you should I don't think he does that for everyone, but go buy some of his coffee at the very yeah. least and buy some of his beer. But yeah. Um check it out. Yes. Uh, so we had some espresso. Then we went to David Arthur, I believe. Yes. Then we went to David Arthur, which is where he is the head winemaker. Right. And it's on Pritcher Hill and uh, unbelievable place, right? Incredible view. Uh amazing place to take a call with the PTA. Which is what I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, humble bragged a little bit because it was in the background. <laughs> yeah. Like we, I'm out here. Yeah. You actually turned on the video for the first time. Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah, your like, boy. Yeah. It's your boy, Chris. I'm out here. Yeah. And then my phone died. And I was like, all right, well, that's it. That's I got all you, It's all I, I got. What I needed, needed to. Yeah. In the intro call to these people, I don't know. <laughs> right. I bragged and then left. <laughs> They're gonna love um, it. Yeah. Um, but uh, incredible estate-made wines. Uh, it was very cool to be in the like, we, and we were there in, in the fields at Fisher a little bit too, but to be in the fields that he curate, he, he like tends to yeah. talk to him about like pruning them and like when you need to do what and all of it mostly going over my head, but just seeing how different it really is than, than beer making and how much that process is, yeah. you know, knowing, it was mind know, blowing. knowing how to tend to the land and knowing how to tend to the, the grapes themselves and the vines. And the wines were, I mean, Top tippy top. I, the, top that tier. was the best cabernet I've ever had. Yeah, and I, I'm not a, a big. Yeah, wine no, I, think I it, enjoy it's a the good best wine, cabernet it's I've not ever had. I, also. I have enough money to spend money on. Yeah. So, to I mean, and to sit in, so we, we sat in like the barrel warehouse. Yeah, I don't know if they call it a warehouse. Probably a fancier name, but uh, and garage. He, he walk us through their wines. The barrel garage. Barrel garage. Yeah, the shed. Um, and it was it was an incredible experience. All the and the wines were uh, so yeah. fantastic and perfectly made. And when you were on your call, we walked around. He gave me some like actual barrel samples of stuff, which was yeah pretty incredible. Right. Um, and then he showed me how we, like they stir the lees in some barrels and why they do it. And it it was uh, one of the most incre- like amazing drinking experiences in my life we we talked about it afterwards um because i had had a similar experience just a few months ago and i knew that there was a good chance we were in store for something at on the level not exactly the same i did some different things the first time uh but i knew you were going to love it and i i i wanted to kind of keep quiet about it because i wanted it to be a surprise um so i was like yeah let's just leave that day open you know, let's 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 hang out with Niall, and um, it is amazing. And I think we both talked about how um, fortunate. I mean, I feel oh, yeah. so fortunate to be able to like have an experience like that. Right? Like, who else gets to do that? Not, I'm sure plenty of people do, but like, not people who actually care about that stuff. Sure. Right. You know, not two morons with a beer podcast from Chicago. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. Yeah, it was, it was a very special experience, and I'm yeah. eternally grateful for him giving yeah. it to us. And then we took uh, a bunch of his bottles, and then we went to a, a really nice market and bought a bunch Ooh. of uh, salami and cheeses and bought a whole bunch of Russian River beer, Yeah, and we went to the El Bonita Hotel. Oh, no, we, no, then we, we went, went back. back. To Matt, oh, my back to Matt gosh, Fritz. and he, like... Gave up. We tasted like, like a, ten beers yeah, in like tasting. in like eight minutes. Yeah, like try this one. I was like, we gotta go, Niall. We have to yeah, go. I hope his wife doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, because his wife's on. like, uh, <laughs> you, you have to come home. Uh, we you have to cook dinner. Uh, stop off at the store and cook dinner. 
And he's like, okay, all right, mm-hmm, I'll be there. And then he was and like, we were like, you, you can go home. He's like, no, we got to go back to the right, one more. No, there's one more. Try this one. I try this one. And try they, this were, one. they were all amazing. And it was so refreshing to be with someone who has dedicated their entire life to like fermentation science, that it has a degree in it, yeah. has worked in it for as long as. Yeah, because he was in Anderson Valley before he was in wine. As long as anyone I know, and to taste the wines he was making that are almost wholly outside of what you and I complain about or the things that like yeah. the trend, like they just they're so specific to not just that place but to him and to his sensibilities. The, you also, mean the beer? You said wine. But oh, sorry, the, the beer. beers. The beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah the beers. Uh, his sensibilities, but then also the sense of place he puts into them where he, I know we talked about this on the, not too long ago on this podcast, but the, the fact the tasting that, it's different, right? Yeah. Tasting it's totally different. And, and the, so the, the beer he was serving at the, that outstanding in the field dinner came, the water came from that farm. So like the water we were talking yes. about, like he, he collected brings, it in a cistern. Right, he goes and get, brings a tote and goes and gets different waters that have different mineral profiles from different parts of Napa or the surrounding area to start the, these beers, and they start there. And then he malts a lot of his own barley. He like, processes a lot of his own hops. Like it's, there is a very specific uh, house character and to his beers. And he has a beer club that, that you guys can sign up for if yep. you're interested in it. Um, because so, they can ship, unlike yep. us. Yes, so they so. can ship. So if you uh, are interested, I don't know if you need to do it as a club or if you can buy one-offs or something like yeah, that. I'm not sure. Either way, I think uh, we talked to Niall that we will be uh, purchasing some beers uh, yeah, to bring I'm, in. I'm so I'll make beers, sure yeah. that we open some up. There were some open at our 10th anniversary, most of which I did not get a chance to yeah. uh, to try. Yeah, and just to see someone who's dedicated their entire life to fermentation sciences and making those those beers instead yeah. of like, how do I maximize juiciness or how do I like, <laughs> right? You know, it's and like, he did have some wine grape beers yeah. that you were commenting on how different from other wine grape, uh, wine beer hybrid beers yeah. uh, they taste. Yeah, uh, and I couldn't agree more. They just they taste so much different. I'm not going to say better that is subjective i preferred them but they tasted so much of like a beer with like the essence of of wine not like a caricature of wine right and not just the mashing of the two a mashing mashup of the two or whatever i guess right right maybe that's what i'm that's there was like a a more singular idea that it seemed there was behind them and it seemed like they they obviously to me drinking them with him have knowing it came from someone who has Nothing to prove to someone drinking beer that they know about. Like he doesn't have to prove anything. Right. To like a, a beer consumer that he knows about wine, or that like here's some wine flavored. Drink it up. It's yeah. like he just like knows what he knows the grapes he got. He knows the beer he made. He knows how to then turn that into it's a, a more wholly unique unto itself product. Mm-hmm. Which I, I haven't had every wine beer hybrid, but more often than not, they just kind of seem like mushed together. Mm-hmm. Rather than this kind of cohesive thing mm-hmm. that he was, he was gonna. He had also made a graph, which is like yeah. hard apple cider. That was the best graph I've ever had. Not that yeah. there's a, a million graphs out there, but you said it as soon as you tasted it. Yeah, uh, yeah. His fruited beers were exceptional. Yeah, except and they weren't um, the you know they weren't the sour fruited beers and that mm-hmm. that you get, and they weren't the over fruited sour beers. 
yeah. uh, that you get, and they they also weren't the you know like the fruited wheat ales, like the old style, like brew pub right, style, like, sweet, like yeah, like uh, magic uh, number nine or <laughs> magic hat number nine or whatever it was called. Right. Like and not in that vein either. No, um, just very delicate, very evocative of of yeah. the fruit. Um, like but, a, but not over your head, but not smashing you on the head. If it was a delicate beard, it had delicate fruit character to it right. as well. Right. Very cool stuff. Very yeah. fun to drink. Um, yeah. Uh, and, but it's, but you know, special occasion beers, you know, for sure. Unless you, you know, have the means and then shoot, man, pop them and drink, drink them. Well, also just drink them while they're good. It was one of the things we were talking about where like yeah. people te- are almost too precious with them because they might be a little bit more elevated price point. But they're still beers; they're not wines, so you gotta drink them while yeah. they're good. So if you do end up subscribing, drink them. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, I mean, drink them like you would drink a bottle of of wine that you bought at the vino, you know liquor store. Vino Verde. This isn't Burgundy. Right. Right. So you would just buy it and, and go for it. Yeah. Um. And what? Now I'm self conscious about saying that it's Vino Verde, not Burgundy, knowing that Niall's gonna listen to this and know I know right. nothing about wine. So. <laughs> That's probably wrong. Um, no, I mean, I think. You know, yeah. That was more of a how quickly should you drink it than like these. Right. I mean, you should. Like, you could have said like uh, um, uh, a, a village, a specific village in Burgundy. <laughs> so then you would know like uh, Gevry Chambertin. It's not a Gevry Chambertin. It's a Vino Verde. I thought know, that's what I did like say. Did not, I, you didn't, you I did, didn't, but yeah. I'm going to edit it back okay, so you yeah. sound like an idiot. Uh, Serge, cut this in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then we... Uh, paper bagged, uh, <laughs> a, like Pliny. a Pliny and uh, another Russian River, like yeah. a, a Pills or a experimental nah. IPA yeah. or something Some like that. Some experimental, like double IPA. No, no, it wasn't. It, it was, was the Hanabi. Oh yeah, it was a Hanabi <laughs> Lager <laughs> from the Screaming tickets. Eagle guy <laughs> and a Pliny, and yeah, we as we were going to walk to a a dive bar that was not as not far away. <laughs> Not far away, so we paper bagged it, walked on the along the train track, uh, which like is like scum, you know like two scumbags. Yeah, it was like the Napa <laughs> wine train, like yeah. one of those things. So we walked there, uh, and I'm like, uh, we've been walking for a while. How far is it? And you says it still says we're forty minutes away or twenty minutes away or whatever, and. I had a feeling, and then you were like, I, yeah, we're walking in the wrong place. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's just go back to the motel. And I think that the the bar was like three or four blocks from our motel. Yeah. By the time we got back to the motel, we're like, uh, why are we even going to the... Like, yeah. We had, had, we had like leftover bottles of wine and all this beer, then we were leaving like the next day. So we're like, why are we going to a bar yeah. right now? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we had already eaten. We had gorged ourselves on homemade charcuterie plate. and oh, yeah. uh, that That was... And wine, and beer, and then we just got in a ho- uh, a hot tub, and things got weird. Yeah, but that's for the uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, uh, not, not the Patreon. There's no. an, another new uh, brand extension of the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> which is I'll just say one thing: uh, neither of us had brought uh, bathing suits. No, <laughs> but that didn't stop us from being in the hot tub it until did you know eleven o'clock at night or anything like that. No. Drink. It wasn't like a room heart-shaped one. It was a public out. Well, it wasn't public. It was for the, the, the patrons of the hotel. Right. If, if you want to see two grown men in their skivvies drinking Chardonnay in a hot tub, mm-hmm. talking about I don't remember what. doesn't matter what. 
uh, link in bio, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And then we got up the next day and uh, essentially went home. Yeah. Yeah. We. Um, I was ready. Shout out I was to, model, to go home. Model Bakery, by the way. Uh, yes. Great breakfast sandwiches if you're up there. Yes, uh, that's true. Uh, Oprah's favorite English muffins, and you know what? <laughs> Once were. in a while, Blind Horse finds water. So <laughs> they they were uh, fantastic they were English good. muffin breakfast. They were. <laughs> we did it two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> they were exceptionally good. I, and I tried the the biscuit sandwich the second day, which, to be honest, was fine. But the English muffin was where it was. It's at. like I'm not gonna be here again. This was such a good sandwich. I don't care. I just don't trust Oprah, so you know. Got it. Yeah. Uh, but we tried to go to um, Anchor. Yes, we we put it in the in the Google Maps on our way back because we were flying out of SFO. Said it was opening at noon. Was it? I erroneously put the brewery instead of the tap room or something, or they changed their hours and it didn't open till four, and we were flying out at three. They so. were too busy uh, canceling. Uh, Anchor Christmas. Right. We'll get to that maybe next yeah, week. Yeah, that's for a future pod, I think. Yeah. And canceling every other state, I guess. But, um, yeah, we were just walking around the brewery for like five, ten minutes trying to figure out where to go. Closed. And just like, ah. All right. I guess we're going to get to the airport <laughs> a couple, couple hours, hours early. A couple hours Well, we early. did just kind of drive around hills in San Francisco for about ten minutes being like, what should we do? And we're like, I, I don't know. Like yeah, we're <laughs> just gonna go home. All right, go. It's, it's, mon- it's Monday at uh, at one o'clock. What, <laughs> yeah. what degenerate activity that we enjoy will actually be open right now? Even, worth even it. in San Francisco. Yeah. So we just went to the hotel or to the hotel to the airport. Yeah. yeah. Went back to the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, drove back up to Napa. Broke into the hot tub. Midday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Flew home. Flew home, and that was our that was our California trip. Um, what a time. What a time. So we got to go to Farson Walker. That was a bucket list uh, fest for me. Yeah. Very, very excited. Glad, glad I did it. It was, it was, it was awesome. And it was fun to, uh, again, it was, it was super cool to uh, get to talk to the Omni guys mm-hmm. and uh, just drink some of those beers. I mean, now I know. Oh, one thing that we did that we did not talk about, I don't think. Oh no, we did. Did we talk about how in in the field recordings we went to Wild Fields? Oh yeah, we did. We did. I'm okay. pretty sure we did. Okay, good. Right? We went there. We went to the Chuck E. Cheese place. I think we yeah, did. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, we did. Because that would have been. We probably should have like professionals would have listened to those before they go and record this. The beers were fantastic. Any, any place that has two, maybe kind of three brown ales on draft, mm-hmm. you're going to be a fan. We're going to be a fan, you know? Yeah. And also, yeah. if you have Papa Shot, that's just like... That's and they were at the invitation. That's actually a half bottle cap if you got that. Oh, for sure. We went to their, their tent and got the brown ale that we had both had the night before. <laughs> that's true, we did. <laughs> yeah, we're idiots, but, you know, we oh well. we live our life the way we want to. Yep. We grip it and we rip it. <laughs> that's right. Full send. Yeah. Um... So yeah, good times, and I think that's that's about it, right? I think we're at uh, a good mark now. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you guys have so, any yeah. questions about anything else we did or anything else we didn't cover from the fest? Mm-hmm. Shoot us an email or, yeah. or a handwritten letter is always good. If anyone saw me there, I was the guy in the best T-shirt at the fest. That's true. I think we, we, gave, we all we agree. We gave you the best T-shirt at the, th- at the fest. 
Yeah. The Method Dust shirt. Method Dust. Best hat, though. We already we talked about this already, right? I don't know if we talked about the best hat. What was the best hat, Chris? Thiols. Yeah, it just says Thiols on it. Thiols. There was a guy wearing a hat that just said Thiols, and there was a dude wearing a shirt that just said Sabro. <laughs> and we wanted to make that an outfit. I don't know. That shirt was too coconutty for me for it to like just have Sabro alone on it. So Yeah. Um, yeah, so have a Sabro shirt, Thiols hat. It was a corduroy. I think it was a corduroy hat that just said. Yeah, it was like a five. Files in like Helvetica. It's like such a awesome <laughs> hat. It's like it was. It was so sincere though, but it was also like. Eh, it was a little bit. I don't know. Humble braggy isn't the right word, but it was a little bit like. I don't know. <laughs> Naval gazy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Right word is. I don't know. You guys know what it There's is. There's a whole panel about files. Yes. That, yeah, we that saw actually, Laura from uh, uh, yeah, Omega. It, it was a cool panel. Uh, it's just something that I'm not personally into, and it made me not want to go to a brewery that I wanted to go oh. to before we saw it. Oh, that's true. Um, that's a shame. We, we won't say which one, but it was like very much just like, yeah. damn, I don't even... like Just the way they were describing the thing and the, all the stuff that I don't particularly care for about where that's at right now. Oh yeah, we're not gonna go over there. That's a, oh come on, but well we we would have had to wait in line too. True. I was like, I'm true. not gonna wait in line for that now. Yeah, true. Unlike dust, dust. Yeah. Um. Or, or, okay. A garage product. Now I think we really should we, leave it. But you, uh, thank do you. Do you think, what? Han? Do you? Yeah. No. Just going back to the places that had like the biggest lines. Mm-hmm. Do you think every brewery in the country is messing up by not putting project in their name? Because the two mm. biggest ones were yeah, garage, garage project, project side, side project. project. So is was is now is was project. Project is was no is no. was project. The is was project. Yeah. Okay. So no, not the just is was project. Is was project. Yeah, it's drop the the is always okay. the way you do it. Is was project garage. So project. you guys can line up whenever you want because we're uh, is was project now. You heard it here first, guys. Uh, Matt hit me up for next year's uh, invitational. You got my email, and you also have a box of beer that you uh, never told me you got or tasted or anything. But you know, that's not. <laughs> Maybe you never. You're got a busy to guy. Him. You're a busy guy. Probably never got to him. Probably drank uh, by it, all the on his underlings. That's right. They wanted it so bad. Yeah. I should have probably put more than just uh, beer dad on the on the box. Beer <laughs> yeah. dad, comma, beer daddy, Robles, and sent it out. But mm-hmm. that was probably that's my fault. I would say that is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Um, man, it's, anyway. it's a short recording in the in the studio. In studio, uh, what's the name of this? One? The Fox Room? Fox, Fox, Fox yeah. Room? Fox Room. Studio Fox Room. The Den. The Den. Um, but thanks to uh, Serge for coming back and, and fading. It's nice to have that. His fingers are, he is, look He's at that. Ready He's for us so to ready to up. fade, right? <laughs> His fingers are on it. And a lot of times when we say this stuff, I'm joking. I shouldn't, I shouldn't let you in. I should keep the kayfabe going, <laughs> but his fingers are legitimately ready to to hit us out at anyone at any moment. So I think we should go right now. Bye. Remember this is what we wanted. Remember this is what we said. To never be heard and seen from again, 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 again. Remember this is what we wanted. Remember this is what we said. To never be heard and seen from again, 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 again. Remember this is what we wanted Remember this is what we said To never be heard, it seems